Welcome to the AM Coffee Podcast, where we talk to fascinating people whose stories you won't hear on the evening news. Now, here's your host, Mike Summers. I think it's working. Hey, welcome to AM Coffee. Uh, and, you know, this is our third time around with this. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it, we had some glitches on Paul's end first time. Then we had glitches on my end this time, the second time, which I think was probably more operator error. But we are third time's a charm and we are good to go. Uh, my special guest today is my good friend, Paul Blundell. We've known each other for uh, uh, almost two years now. Is that about right? 18 I months? I think so, yeah. About yeah. two years. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And uh, Paul is a, is a broadcaster, a presenter, radio presenter over in the UK, and uh, and he's done all kinds of different things. We have actually a very a lot in common uh, from our backgrounds to what we enjoy doing to our our habits. We've kind of figured out things over the years and how, how things, and we'll talk about all that. But uh, so uh, good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm very well. Um, nice to speak to you for the, I was going to say for the first time, but we've tried it <laughs> twice already. Uh, but for the for the first time face-to-face, even though yes. we've, we've emailed so many times over the past two years, but it's good yeah. to, uh, to be able to speak to you properly. I think we had five emails just yesterday, if I remember I right, so. four or five. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, things are... Uh, Things are good. Paul owns a company called RadioJingles24.com. And it's, uh, you know, if you are work at a radio station or whatever, it's great to to check that out. He, he offers some great packages, some great services. If you uh, own your online station, if you have a, a podcast, I mean, he he has a lot of products that would be uh, that would be perfect for um, for anybody in that situation. So anyway, uh, you you are a broadcaster presenter, but you didn't start out that way. How, how did uh, how did everything kind of get rolling with that? So it's something I always wanted to do from being a child. Um, but I I I went to college um, and I started working part time in a supermarket, and I did that for the two years that was at college. Then I got offered when I left, uh, when I finished college, I got offered a full time job there, and it it was more money than I'd ever seen before. Looking back on it, it, it was wasn't a particularly high amount of money but you know at the time I thought it sounds like a good idea I enjoy what I do so I so I did it 16 years later I was still working there um I'd I'd done various different roles within stores within warehouse within head office um and then I thought "Ah, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life you know I've always had the bug of radio I've always wanted to to work on the radio I've always enjoyed audio producing and, and things like that and I did bits and pieces of that in my spare time while I worked in the uh, in, in the soup for the supermarket um but then I bit the bullet and decided to let's try and you know see if we can get on the radio properly um yeah. let's see if we can you know forge out a bit of a career in voiceover and in audio production which is something I've, I'm really passionate about I really love doing um, and then I started the company Radio Jingles Twenty Four, uh, and that's been going now for about two years. So it's it's a little bit different to what I you know set out to do initially, working in a shop. A little bit different, but yeah, you know I wouldn't yeah. change what what I do now. You know, for the world, it's it's fantastic. It really is. It is a lot of fun. I know that uh, going back to your uh, to your time in a warehouse and everything. I know you're a forklift driver, which is another congruency that you and I both have. Uh, you, you've had some you've had some fun times. You've had some uh, some accidents. I've had a few myself, accidents. and 
Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that one you you were uh, you were telling me about before. It's Would taken you... me about 10 years to finally forget the accident, but <laughs> you're bringing it all back so I'm going to pick the scab off. We're going to we're going to open it back up. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I uh, I had to drop a, a pallet from the middle racking of the warehouse. Yeah. Um and forklift trucks have got some of them have guards so that, that are above and go around the, the forks. Mm-hmm. I went into the middle racking. The guard at the top knocked out the top racking as I lifted the pallet from the middle racking up, mm-hmm. causing the beam that ran along the top just to fall out of the racking and fall down. And subsequently, the pallets that were stopped, stacked above also fell down on top of me. I was going to say fell towards you, yeah. I was under a cage, which was a good thing, okay. um, although it, 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 it was very scary at the time. The two pallets couldn't have been toilet roll or anything like that. No. They had to be two big full pallets of, well, there was one full pallet of beer and there was a half pallet of wine. So you had huge weight on one side and huge cost on the yeah. other side. And it all came crashing down and it all smashed everywhere. It was like a huge river in the warehouse. It took took hours to clear up. Oh. Um, I mean, the warehouse smelled great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic yeah. smell, but, you know. Not not a good experience. By the time you got home, you didn't smell all that great, probably. Well, I'm glad the police didn't pull me over while I was yes. driving home, put it that way. I don't know, I'd have some explaining to do. Yeah, yeah. Probably down at the station. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Honey, come. can you come get me? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Man, so yeah, I've had some uh, accidents like that. I've had, uh, and I worked at a brewery and uh, driving into a trailer. You know how sometimes the trailer will drop as you drive in, whether it's the, the the jacking or whatever underneath it. But anyway, it would drop, and I was not as far underneath the pallets as I thought I was. And when it dropped, it kind of made the pallet kind of bounce forward. Each pallet was two thousand pounds, so they they both started leaning forward, and you know. There's nothing you can do. They just both, it was, luckily it was cans. And another lucky thing was it was right at the end of my shift. And so I went, I went and told my boss, it's like, you know, you want to pay me overtime? I mean, I'll stay. I'll, I'll clean it up. It was my mess. Now I'll go home. We'll get it. And of course, the next day I heard all about it too. So, uh, not well, Mr. Popular the next morning. No, I, w- the I next was day. certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for leaving me that mess. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. It's fun. So you, uh, you finally got in radio, which was, uh, which was fun. I mean, I, you know, radio is one of those things. I grew up probably similar to you as far as radio was my main form of entertainment. We didn't have, you know, there wasn't a lot, you know, we're doing a lot of money, so we didn't have video games. We didn't have any of that stuff. And video games have really just come out back when I was a kid. But uh, uh, radio was my my big entertainment. I listened to all the, uh, all the, the, as a matter of fact, I was just interviewed for a podcast um, last week. And they were asking me about how I fell in love with radio. And that was really it. I would sit on my couch uh, as a teenager and listen, try to listen to stations that were far away. And, uh, you know, it really it sounds extremely boring now. But back then it was kind of exciting. So, or it's just the way I'm built it made it exciting. But um, so when you got started in radio, how did that, uh, how did that start? How did that, that get going? Well, it was actually a friend of a friend of mine um, who uh, he worked on the local commercial radio station uh, where I live. Um, I didn't know him. I knew him from the radio, but I didn't know him personally. But my friend said to me, do you, do you want to go and watch him in action in, in the radio studio? And as a bit of a radio geek, I jumped at the chance. I yeah, thought this is yeah. going to be exciting. You know, of let's course. go down and, and see what he does. Um, so, so I went down there speaking to him, watched 
how he how he did what he did um and at that it was at that point that my love for it all came back if that makes sense sure so i I was a bit like you when I was younger. I used to I used to like trying to pick up radio stations that were far away. I'd do that at home. It's a little bit sad, but I did used to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do bedroom FM, which I'm sure I don't know whether oh, you've yeah. done that, but I know a lot of people do. You know, absolutely. I did, I've done all that. Um, sort of forgot about it a little bit when I went into the big bad world of work. Um, but then when I went um to go and uh, and watch this guy on the on the local station it brought it all back and i thought this is absolutely something i want to do so yeah. as soon as i got in straight on google how do i become a dj how do i become a radio presenter um and and, and got some advice or so helped out a little bit on some online stations and, and did bits and pieces like that um enough for me to get a demo tape uh, together and, and sent it to every man and his dog got million and one rejection letters like of course like most people do i mean that's part of the course and then yeah. um and then i i luckily i i got a hello do you want to you want to come in and have a trial run i thought a trial run what's that i'll be right there Where, yeah right there <laughs> do, do do an hour in a studio doesn't go out but you pretend that you're on the radio sure. it's so much fun i did that for about four weeks I used to go in every week for free just go in um Pretend I was on the radio. Obviously, I wasn't. Yeah. Got a bit of feedback every single time, and then after about a, a month, I think it was, I got the "We're going to put you on the radio." Um, and I, I don't think I've ever been quite as scared in all my life. Yes. Um, and that was it. And then I was there for ten years. How long did it take you to kind of get over the whole heart beating in the back of your throat? You know, when you, when you turn the mic on, because that, that happened to me, man. Right, right at the beginning, it was awful. It was awful. It's oh, it's it's hard to say. I would say at least for the first for the first month or more, even you know when I was actually live um, on, you know, actually on air, at least a month. I mean, I used to. It it must have sounded horrific because I'd write every single link down in in the most detail, so it would come (laughs) across as so you know, robotic, my link and yeah. everything was written down. It takes a while to sort of get used to being able to kind of, you'd have an idea of what you wanted to say. You might write a couple of bullet points, um, but it took a while to become confident enough to be able to just open the mic without prepping every single word that you were going to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it took, it took a while. It took a while. And that, that's what, you know, what, I worked at a radio station back in 88 and the guy on the AM side, we had an AM and FM. And I went over and he was a great guy, but he was so good at that. He would, wouldn't have any notes, wouldn't have anything. And he would crack open the mic and just, just talk, talk, talk for about, you know, five to 10 minutes. And it would just be about the news of the day or, or, or what's going on this weekend or something. I'm like, that was amazing. And, and, you know, it's, it, that is truly a skill It's truly something oh, yeah. that you have to develop. And it's just, it is. I'm not there yet. <laughs> uh, me neither. Me yeah. neither. No. There's, there's, it's few and far in between. I know a couple of people who can do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm envious on, on the prep time before the show that is saved. In fact, I sure. don't really need to do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that is a skill. 
You know, yeah. I, on my air check, I actually stole one of his uh, one of his um, lead-ins to a song. It was uh, there was a song by I'm trying to remember who it was, Lionel Richie, I think it was. Anyway, it was called "Stuck on You," and he started out saying, "All right, here we go: A B C D E F G H G." He get all the way to you, and he was go you what comes what comes after you and then the song would would lead in and just said stuck on you and i'm like man that was just so genius you know and it's like and it, it just seems so simplistic probably to most people but it's like i kept that in the back of my head and when i made my air check i used actually i used it on the radio station i work for now and it's like so i i, I pulled that off of there and put it on my air check my first the, yeah so actually i gave away all my my, my secret that i stole that yeah, I'm just going to say I'm writing that one down right now. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> Go ahead, feel free. I stole it too. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, are you? Uh, you're still in radio. I mean, you're still you're still doing a presenting, correct? Yes, um, I do a weekly, oh, sorry, a weekday mid morning show on on a local station here, mm-hmm. a local FM station here, and I do a weekday evening show as well on a different radio station. So. I'm fairly busy through today. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> and I and I know the radio jingles. I mean, there are some days you're heck, I think you, you sent me an email last night at it was one o'clock in the morning your time or, or midnight your time. And, and never never through. turn off. Always on. I'm always working. It feels My like goodness. I'm always working. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So tell us a little about uh, Radio Jingles 24, how that got started. Uh, I so I kind of guess that I'd um, I'd seen a gap in the market, really. So I'd worked in radio for, for maybe seven or eight years um, before I started the company. Um, and I knew how, it, how important it was for people who work in radio, whether that be, you know, programmers or even presenters, that they want audio, whether it be a, a jingle doing a, a feature jingle turning around really quickly or an advert that needs to go out. And in the world of radio, you'll know that audio is needed yesterday you know there's no time to to you know we can't be waiting three days a week whatever we need it as quick as possible so i thought well maybe we could start a a website that will provide that service within 24 hours it's usually quicker but we say within 24 hours what else makes things difficult for, for customers so i've been on a number of sites that would make the ordering process fairly difficult so you might have to call somebody to place an order you might have to you know send an email or pricing wouldn't be on the website you'd have to you know send a message to get a quote so let's make it as simple as possible you know you can order everything online we've made it you know enter your script what kind of production do you want choose your voice here's your price really really straightforward on the website as well and I've been on a number of websites where there's 100, 200, 300 different voices to choose from, which makes it quite difficult as a customer. I, Overwhelming. I be listening. Yeah, I don't want to be listening to demos from 100 different people. Right. Um, so well, let's time choose. for that. Exactly. So can we choose a smaller pool of voiceovers who, you know, are really good at what they do, sound great, going to be able to deliver it quickly, mm-hmm. make it really easy? And that's what I did. And that's kind of where the whole concept of, of Radio Jingles 24 came from. That's fantastic. And it keeps you pretty busy, though. I mean, you do two radio shows a day, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> it feels like I'm always working. But I, the thing is, um, you know, I, I think you've, you, you, you've heard the saying before. But you, may, you may have even told me, it. you know, if you find a job you love, you never work another day 
again in your life, really. Um, And I do love it. Um, The thing is, I guess, because I I work with people from the UK and also yourself and, and a few others from the US, there is always time to, you know, to email somebody because if I'm, if I'm emailing somebody in the UK for some work, it, it's the same time as, you know, my time. So I know they're going to reply back. It might be midnight that an order comes through my time yeah. for somebody like yourself in the US. And I know you're probably going to be up and working. So, yeah, yeah. oh, I better email it to you because I'll then get it back in the morning. So it That's feels right. like I'm always replying to and sending emails, never switching off. But it is because I absolutely love it, you know. We we had that little round robin thing last night. We were watching Downton Abbey on on uh, TV last night when I got the email from you, and it's like you know it was like eight o'clock at night. So and by the time we were done, I came in here and knocked it out and sent it to you. And I knew you you had it this morning. So yeah, I mean it really works out good having people all around the, the globe. Or, or it, it it really does. It really does. Can I say I've never watched Downton Abbey? I, oh no, <laughs> not good. I should have done, but never watched it. No. I'm watching back. I'm watching Back to the Future at the minute on Netflix for like the seventh time. Oh yeah, what a, what a great show that was too. Gosh. Absolutely love it. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know it's it's an interesting. It's it's from the World War One era of of uh, of an Abbey, you know, a fictitious Abbey. Uh, but it's 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 pretty interesting. I really didn't think I was going to like it. Uh, I normally don't like those those melodrama soap opera type added you know shows. But uh, you know, we my wife had been wanting to watch it, so we started, and it's it's actually pretty good. They do uh, it, it's. It's one of those things that you're trying to, and for for an American, God help me. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just so freaking American. But when when they have the uh, the uh, the the really strong accents, you know, sometimes some of the actors are from Ireland, you can tell, or Scotland, and it's like you know, it's it. Sometimes they talk so fast, it's kind of hard to understand. We we have to back it up a couple of times. It's like, what they say, you know, so. Your accent is is much easier to understand, but you know you know how how England is. It's such a small country, physically, but it's such a diverse accent uh, group. I mean, it's, it's 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 crazy. I mean, there's there's so I I live in Leeds, which is in in Yorkshire, which is kind of I guess in the middle somewhere. Um, you could drive forty miles to the west, and you've got Manchester, and that's a com- completely different accent to us and then you can go another 40 miles further west and you've got liverpool which is a completely different accent as well so oh, yeah, yeah it's it's it, there's so many accents it's, it's it is incredible it's crazy for being that close i mean we have some accents here but for you know we've only got maybe uh, i don't know six really distinct accents in the u.s but it's like but that's spread out i mean you really got to drive where i'm at you really have to drive just maybe nuance accent changes between here and Alabama and, and Mississippi and Arkansas. But, but really, I mean, you got to drive all the way up to Pennsylvania probably to really hear a different accent from where I'm at. So it's, Mm. it's hours and hours to drive. So yeah, that's, that's just incredible to me. I love accents. And that's why it's like, you know, I hear people say, you know, I I can do this good uh, English accent. I'm like going, which one? (laughs) You know, because I'm sure, you know, you, you could hear it and like, oh, well, they're trying to do this. It's a mix of this and that, you know, and it's like, it's got to sound awful to you. all. <laughs> I would think. Uh, 
But, you know, I'm, I'm it probably, but I, I interviewed a lady, um, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, uh, Sarah Kennedy from Brisbane, Australia, and she's done um, cartoons and she's done it in, a, in an American accent, which, you know, American does actually have a, a uh, accent free type accent, you know, where all the radio, bro- or all the uh, television broadcasters and everything, they don't really have a distinct accent. But she did that accent so well. And uh, in one of her cartoons that she did, I, I had to tell her, I said, that was fantastic. I would have never known you were Australian. And it, to me, that's just, I, I just love it when people can, I love hearing that when people can really, really pull that off, which is. It, yeah. It, I'm envious of people who can do accents because I'm awful at them. Yeah, I yeah. really am. Never been able to do them. No, no. I mean, I think I can do a, a little bit of the, you know, within our country accent, but yeah, I can't do any, anything foreign. I, I'm just, just not, not too many, not enough brain cells, I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what's, uh, what do you have in the, in the future for Radio Jingles 24? You have anything in the, uh, on the horizon? Well, we've just um, launched an Italian speaking voice, um, which is, is something I, I wanted to have a go at doing. Um, not personally, I've got, I've got a guy from Italy who's doing that. Okay. That would sound awful if I if I attempted that. Um, <laughs> I, I've had a number of um, messages uh, in Italian. I can't speak Italian, um, but luckily Google Translate comes to the rescue. Um, and it, it was people wanting uh, jingles recording in, in Italian. Um, and I've had a fair few of these, so I thought, well, let's mm. let's test it out a little bit. So um, I've got a guy called Marco from Italy, um, who's proving fairly popular. He's been on now uh, two weeks, I would say. Um, so that's my next thing I'm going to look at. Really, is what other countries potentially could could we sort of tap into? So mm. I, I have had a couple of uh, queries from from Spain. That's another country. Um, I was just thinking oh, yeah. that Spanish-speaking countries are everywhere, so that would be, mm. uh, yeah, that that that's fantastic. But you know, they have their own accents too. I mean, I've, I've um, we were talking. I was at a Mexican restaurant; had to be about ten years ago, and uh, and the the lady who came over and took our our um, our order was talking to somebody else, and he asked her, he "Goes, are you from Argentina?" And she goes, "Yeah." He goes, well, I could tell from your accent. And for some reason, in my head, I never really thought about Argentina or Chile or any of these other countries having their own specific accents. But it does make sense. But I just never really thought that somebody could pick up on an Argentinian accent. I thought that was just mm-hmm. kind of neat. And if I would imagine within the Spanish uh, language, if you could do the different accents of different countries, just like they can tell the difference between French, um, France, French, and, and uh, Canada French. Uh, you know, you have um, uh, Brazilian Portuguese, and then you got Portugal Portuguese, and every, everything changes a little bit. You know, so yeah, that would be you know you've got the, you've got a lot of um, opportunity, I would imagine. I think so. Yeah, yeah, and I'd say the the Marco is is proving popular at the minute with, uh, and it's just one voice as well. Um, so there's the opportunity mm-hmm. as well if he becomes popular to get maybe a female Italian voiceover on on sure. board as well. So this this there's plenty of opportunity, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The song jingles. Now you have somebody who sings your jingles too, right? How does that work? We've got a couple of people now. Um, So it's on the same premise as ordering a spoken jingle. So you would just go on the website, you would be able to order it online. We still say we'll deliver within 24 hours. If you're ordering one song jingle, Um, Uh we do do packages now. Um, 
and they take a little bit longer, but you know, maybe two days max, really, for yeah. those. Um, and again, just try to make it really, really straightforward to order. Um, there's there's a fair few websites that will do some jingle, bespoke some jingles for you. Um, generally speaking, you can't order them online. You can't usually see the prices of them. Um, sometimes you can, but generally speaking, you can't. So try to make it as easy as possible. Uh, we've got a singer from the US and we've also got um, a singer from the UK as well uh, who actually sung the, the jingles for our national uh, BBC Radio 2 uh, station as well. Oh, really? So she's, yeah, she did. She did. Um, so we're really glad to have her on board as well. Um, so, yeah, again, just trying to make things as simple as as possible for for people it's a one-stop shop i mean it's that's it, really great as a matter of fact uh, in full disclaimer our uh my intro is from radio jingles 24 her name is joe lloyd she's fantastic and uh yeah i mean i i couldn't i couldn't think of a of a better company to work with too i mean like you said paul you're you've got a uh, you've got a lot of good people working around you 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 actually um uh, you're very timely on everything you do. I, I just, I enjoy working with you. As a matter of fact, it reminded me that you and I did a, uh, did a commercial together and it actually aired in Thailand, probably within 24 hours of when you got the order. So you sent it to me, I, I recorded my part and then I sent it back to you and you did your part, put it together, put, put your magical dust on it and sent it over to, to, uh, Thailand. And I'm sure it was on the air it, to me. That's just, uh, you know, the internet still blows my mind. I'm just, I'm just old enough to where I'm still fascinated at technology. So. It, it is. It's amazing. When you think about it, the order came through to the UK, over to America, Back to the UK, over to Thailand, and on the air within 24 hours. It is phenomenal when you think about it. Yeah, it really is. I love it. I love it. So um, we want to throw this in. Uh, you're helping your wife do a uh, a company also. You're starting a company with her. I mean, we might as well promote that as well, while we're here. She uh, She's writing CVs for people? Is that? That's true, um, yeah. So she, she she's a writer, Um by trade, uh, she she has worked in uh, employment and HR and, and places like that before. And what she um, what she's doing is she will take your CV um, and she will rewrite it. Um, so she's got loads. I mean, she should be explaining this rather than me because uh, you know <laughs> I just I just sit in a cupboard talking to myself all day. You know? <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, <laughs> but I know there's something called the. Uh, ATS system, I believe, which is something like the applicant tracking system. So if you apparently if you apply for a job, don't know whether it's just a UK thing or it's a worldwide thing, I've got no yeah, idea. Yeah. Um, but your CV will be run through this system and it will say that's rubbish without anybody even looking at it first. So it yeah. picks up on keywords, I believe. I might be wrong, but I think that's true. Yeah. Um, and she can write ATS compliant CVs, and that's that's what she'll that's what she'll do for you. And so just take your CV, rewrite it, make it really nice. Um, so these applicant tracking systems will, will think, oh, that's a good CV and, and somebody will actually read it then. Uh, but not only that, she also will, um, uh, as part of the service, will apply for roles for you as well within the area that you live. So you can you fill out a questionnaire and say, right, this is the kind of role that I want. This is the area that I would like to apply for. Um, and she'll go out and do the legwork um, apply for roles, um, send a, a summary of all the jobs that have been applied for, um, a bit of a, 
sort of a um, you know a couple of paragraphs around the company and what they are to sort of to help you out if you get an interview and stuff. So that's what the whole website's about, um, and it's called EmploymentSpy.com. EmploymentSpy.com, beautiful. You know, I got thinking about that. I wonder what words get kicked out that make the make the word doesn't get read. That's that's interesting. She probably knows, but yeah, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I pick up on the weirdest no things, but I'm just thinking about that. It's like you know, if it's 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 a, it's a word that doesn't exist, or it's a word that you know, because here in America we are just so full of uh, of anecdotal words that don't don't you know they don't they they don't mean anything, and you know, so inter- interesting, interesting. Well, that's great. So it's a uh, uh, computer spy, you said. Employment Spy. Employment Spy. Sorry about that. EmploymentSpy.com. And of course, Paul's website is RadioJingles24.com. And uh, man, it's fantastic talking to you. This this was great. I'm I'm glad we finally got to do this. Third time's a charm. I'm 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 almost positive this is going to make it. <laughs> so, uh, we'll keep uh, keep doing the great work you do. And uh, I, I've read some of the reviews. You go to his Facebook page, the Radio Jingles 24 Facebook page. There's a place for reviews. And it's like almost every week for the last year and a half, somebody has given him a, a big five-star review. Sometimes it's five or six times in a week. And uh, everybody seems to really be happy with the uh, the product he's churning out over there. And and uh, and I've heard a lot of the stuff post-production and, and they're fantastic. So this is, uh, and like I said, if you like the, the voice at the beginning of my jingle, you go to his website, you can order the same voice. So, well, Paul, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. It's quite all right. It's been great to talk to you. Yeah, finally, finally. And uh, something else happens within the, you know, you get you get another Italian speaker, you get some Spanish speakers. Let's talk uh, talk again and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get that promoted as well. So Absolutely, yeah. All right. Thanks, Paul. Have a great, great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to AM Coffee, available everywhere you get your podcasts. For more information and archive shows, the website is amcoffee.us. If you'd like to email us, it's amcoffeepodcast at gmail.com. See you next week.